Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Hello, this is Amy Ellis, the Director of Quality and Value-Based Care at Northwest Medical Specialties, and I will be interviewing key opinion leaders about what is being done on the ground to transform care. Today, I'm speaking with Amanda Hodges, the Director of Implementation at Revital Cancer Rehabilitation. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for being on the call today. I'm so excited to hear about the work that you're doing in in oncology care. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Revital and your background? Sure, no problem. I just want to say thank you again for inviting me to be on with you today. Um, So my role at Revital Cancer Rehab um, is a relatively new role. So, Revital Cancer Rehabilitation is actually part of a larger national organization um, that is Select Medical. It's a national rehab company with over 1,600 locations across the country. So, Revital Cancer Rehab is a specialty program within that um, in which we've got outpatient rehabilitation services with specially trained physical therapists, occupational therapists and speech therapists in a little over 300 locations across the country. So my official title is Director of Implementation, um, which actually boils down to I'm the translator or the bridge between the oncology world and the rehabilitation world um, just because of my extensive background working in oncology for the last 20 years. That's interesting. I The fact that they... You know, they're getting into the, the cancer uh, rehabilitation space and being able to bring on an oncology nurse. I think that that's absolutely brilliant because there's so many barriers at the practice and we can get into that here in a little bit, but I bet you are, sure. you know, that point person of here's the issues that we're having in, in cancer care and, and how can we get through those? Absolutely. You know, I've lived in the oncology team's world uh, walked in those shoes every day. I understand where the successes are, the challenges of the barriers, and what's being demanded in the increase in demands on those teams every day as well. So, you know, we're in a value-based care world. Um, you know, there's OCM, there's oncology medical home, there's bundled payments, and everyone's trying to define value and quality for patients. You know, when it comes to value, how, how would you define that with your background in oncology and the work that you're doing at Revital? Sure. Um, so to me, you know, value is, is really multifaceted. Um, first, I would say that the most important part of value is the patient's value. What is the value the patient is actually getting from the teams that are treating them? What is their quality of life? Do they feel like they're being cared for? Do they trust the teams who are helping them um, and trusting them to make sure they're making the right decisions in the care? You know, understandably, many patients report a significant decrease in their quality of life. And once they've had a cancer diagnosis, they report having difficulty with daily activities. And, you know, those feelings are, are really, really distressing to patients. Um, 
And that's where I think revival can come in because that's where the focus is, is on those daily activities. Um, another part of, another way to define value would be um, improving outcomes for patients. Are they able to stay compliant on their treatment regimens? Are they having to have starts and stops and they're on meds that are having to be discontinued because they're having side effects? You know, rehab can't help with all of these reasons, but there are some like neuropathy and arthralgias and pain and sexual dysfunction that there are a lot of ways that rehab professionals may be able to assist these patients and help them stay more compliant to their treatments. Um, Let's see, another way would be yeah, I think value can be defined with healthcare team satisfaction. Do oncology team members feel like they can provide the best care possible for the patient that they're being trusted with caring for? Do they think they can actually overcome the barriers that are being overcome? Um, you know, again, like I said, you know, there are increased demands on oncology teams every day with all of the reporting. Um, healthcare team satisfaction is something that we have to consider and put value on. Um, and then probably the last that a lot of people focus on is going to be cost of care. Uh, you know, are we doing the best care we possibly can as oncology teams, but also not being wasteful? Is the entire team working on the same page? Are we being, are we able to even communicate across multidisciplinary teams effectively. Uh, that's a huge challenge, I know, with a lot of the um, EMRs not communicating with each other, um, uh, all the teams being across different health systems. Um, communication is a challenge, and sometimes that does affect the cost of care. We all know that you know cancer care is one a very expensive disease, and when a patient truly becomes disabled or they fall or injure themselves, or they're not able to return to work, those costs can become overwhelming, um, not only to the healthcare system, but to the patients and employers that are self-funded and, you know, et cetera there. Um, so to me, again, value is multifaceted there. Yeah, those are all really good points, and I, I completely agree. I do want to ask... Um, how does Revital partner with the oncologist? You know, that's a perfect example, the care team experience. I actually hadn't heard it from that angle yet of, you know, you're helping to really support the, the oncologists and the nurses and the MAs who are actually providing that cancer care to the patients. So how are you guys partnering with the oncologist to provide that high-quality care? Well, I mean, I, I think our focus really started out with the launch of the OCM. You know, the IOM report that the OCM model is based off of identified therapists as being true members of the oncology care needs team alongside physicians and nurses and pharmacists. Um, I think most oncology teams believe that therapy can be very effective for patients throughout the care continuum, but they struggle with not having the delivery system or access to trained therapists that really understand cancer rehab. Um, they also probably struggle with knowing when is it actually an appropriate time to get patients into therapy, but 
I also want to point out that, you know, cancer rehab is different than traditional orthopedic rehab. If a patient doesn't have a known impairment, they may only need one or two visits. It's, you know, more of a prehab type model with that. These are one-on-one visits with therapists, and they can perform extensive education with the patient. We can work as an extension off of the oncology care team's education and reinforce a lot. Um, they have time to spend with those patients. And inside, in, during these evaluations, the therapist, they have opportunity to maybe pick up on some of those limitations the patient may have that they may not have necessarily shared with the oncology team. Uh, I've been an oncology nurse for a long time, and if a symptom is not bothering a patient too much and it's not too limiting on them, they're not going to say a word because they're worried that they're going to give a reason for their treatments to be held. They're going to keep that to themselves, and then possibly something catastrophic may happen. So the therapist, I truly think, work as that extension to really increase the education and patients are more, maybe more likely to open up to the therapist and let them know what's going on because they know that their focus is their quality of life and their function. Um, you know, the other cases with if they identify then that there is an impairment, the therapist can actually begin working with the patient and help make sure those symptoms don't become more severe or too limiting. And then the patient may feel more open to talking about it. Um, you know, going back to my world as an oncology nurse and working in the infusion room, I can't count the number of times that patients would come in after they saw the doctor and go, well, I didn't tell them because I didn't want my treatment to be held. I have found that to be the case with a lot of the patients coming for rehab as well is they, they, can, they form that trusting relationship with the therapist and confide in them. And the patient, the, the therapist then can come back to the oncology team and explain what the patient may be experiencing and how they're going to help them and help make sure there's the whole open communication and trust among the entire group so that patients know that it's not going to be something that's going to limit them from getting better or getting their treatments. Yeah, and I think that you're exactly right. The trust and the bond that patients create with all of their providers, you know, and they're always trying to be the best patient possible. They don't, they know that they've only got a certain amount of time with their oncologist, whether that be 20, 30, 40 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. and they don't want almost burden their own provider because they, they see that they're busy or they know they only have a certain right. amount of time. And they will withhold that type of information. So your your team, you know, the therapist being an extension of the oncologist and the care team, I, I love that. I think that that's brilliant. Right. So what are some of the biggest challenges that you see patients facing during treatment that, you know, Revital could help with? So, yeah, one of the most common across the board is, Patients lose control. This is so traumatic for people. They, somebody else is making all the decisions for them, and they seek just that little bit of control over what is happening. They, I think Revital really can help 
help just empower those patients and give them back that little bit of control over what's happening to their bodies. And another is that the, the side effects that they're experiencing, you know, so many patients, they may become deconditioned or they've got pain or neuropathy. They just don't feel like themselves during treatment. They may be worried about returning to work at the same capacity or even being able to return to work at all. They, they may be the breadwinners of their families. Um, you know, some of them may refuse treatment altogether because they read about the side effects and they're more scared of the side effects than of the disease itself. I guess another big challenge for patients that scare them to death is that they're faced with their mortality and spirituality and that comes right along with having a potentially life-threatening disease. You hear that big C word and it just, it's an instant panic in patients. So I think it, those are some of the biggest challenges that patients face. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say when you guys are, say you get a referral for a patient that has lymphedema, you know, what are some of the things that your program is doing to improve that experience, whether it be between the care coordination or the experience that your patients have with the therapist? So, you know, number one is education, education, education. The therapists, these are all, um, many, many therapists are, are doctoral trained and they provide so much patient education for self-care. Um, when a patient comes in for services, if it's something early on in the process where the lymphedema is very limited, it may be as simple as doing baseline measures so that we know where that patient is starting out from, so that in a year or two years or three years, they actually start having lymphedema symptoms. They may more easily recognize it's happening, and therapy would be able to manage it quicker and more effectively. You know, if a patient is already experiencing a lot of lymphedema symptoms, they're already having a lot of swelling, the therapist will set up a, a set of appointments for them. They will do manual drainage with them. If the patient needs to be wrapped, they will wrap them. Um, and in many cases, as soon as they get it managed, the patient then can do it themselves at home, and it doesn't require a lot of visits. Um, you know, once most of our patients um, in the revival program average about eight to nine visits total into the clinic to see a therapist. Uh, that there are outliers that may need a little more intensive therapy, but that's our average across the board nationwide. Wow. So the patient's eight to nine visits, and that's including baseline and then the actual treatments that they're needing? Mm -hmm. Correct, correct. So, to, you know, that's very, very different than your traditional orthopedic to where you may be going three times a week for six weeks. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, the, yeah, the orthopedic where you're, yeah, three times a week or every day for the next four weeks. And, you know, right. what our patients say, they're already coming to our clinics every day for their treatment. So then adding on everyday physical therapy, it's just not feasible. It's just not. They need to have a life and try to balance that with their cancer diagnosis. Absolutely. And, you know, the focus and the goal is to have them have the least number of visits possible. 
um, and let them, again, we want to empower them to take care of themselves and to do self-management and give them the tools that they need to do that. That's a good point, too. Giving the patient the tools that they need. I'm such a big advocate for the only person who is going to better their the patient's health is the patient themselves. The only person that can keep right. the patient out of the hospital healthy and happy is the patient. So we need to be able to give them the tools that they need so that the work that you guys are doing, you're teaching patients to understand self-management, recognizing symptoms. You're basically teaching the patients to utilize healthcare in a more efficient way. So not only is that going to be good for cancer care, but for healthcare in general. Very true. I mean, and that's exactly it. So what approach does your team take to uh, reducing hospital visits and hospital utilization? Um, Again, like I, you know, two things popped up into my mind right away, and one of them I already touched on, and that's education, education, education. Um, You know, you work with the patients um, to help them on compensatory measures. You work on energy conservation. You teach them safe movement and use of assistive devices. And if a patient, you notice a patient is having difficulty walking, being taught about safe movement and why it's important to use a cane and walker as well as watching them use it in an appropriate setting is so valuable. Oncology teams don't have that kind of luxury of time to be able to watch a patient with a walker walk down a set of stairs or back up a set of stairs to make sure they're using it safely and appropriately. That's what the therapy teams do. That's their job. That's their life is to show people how to do these things. Um, So patients who may be prone to falls or have severe fatigue, um, once those patients fall and they end up in the ER with a broken hip, it's too late. Yes, we can do rehab after, but what could we have done ahead of time to prevent that from happening? You know, you also have the patients that may be going to the ER over and over with pain. We can't help all patients' pain, but there are so many types that, that therapy may be able to help with. You know, do soft tissue manipulation. Work on the scar tissue or cording that they may be experiencing. Um, you know, help them with exercises to help manage their pain without relying a lot on the use of opioids. Um, we have one big patient success story, which I understand, again, it's an outlier, um, but it was a patient that had been on, um, dependent on opioids for the last eight years, ever since he had a colorectal diagnosis and had gone through therapy and about three or four surgeries. He was chronically using opioids and constantly having to increase his dose, increase his dose because of tolerance. Um, He ended up in therapy for a different reason, but with his history of cancer, they matched him up to a revital therapist. And after he saw the therapist for the issue he was sent there for and began working with them on his pain issues and some of the scar tissue he had, he actually came off of his opioid pain medication completely within about two to three months. It's an amazing story. Um, You know, again, we can't help every patient with pain, but I think that's, 
you know, pain is a huge reason patients go to the ER and they run to the ER every single time they um, have a little pain they can't, that can't be controlled or they can't get hold of somebody or they can't get a prescription in time. Um, and I just keep going back to that being the, that the therapists are another set of eyes and ears for the oncology team. The mm-hmm. therapist can pick up on these limitations that a patient may have that they didn't share with the oncology team or that the team wasn't even looking for. Um, uh, there, there's, I could go on and on and on about all the different situations that um, may be able to jump in and help with some of the hospital utilization costs. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the, the gaps in care that just exist in healthcare in general because no one's on the same EMR and um, we have different specialties and all of these different things. So I think that Revital and from what you're describing is really you're just helping to plug those little tiny holes that just happen because of our different um, interoperability mm-hmm. issues and all of these things is you know, let's plug these holes with these, these services the patients need. They need therapists for lymphedema and neuropathy. So let's work with someone like Revital or these very cancer-specific trained therapists who can help kind of plug those holes in the system. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. This has been so great, and I've learned a lot on this call, and I'm so excited to share the work that you guys are doing. I know that um, you know, our, our practice uses Revital for our patients and we are seeing great results and great feedback from our patients and our providers. So thank you so much again for sharing. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you inviting me on today. Um, you know, I joined this team with Revital just because I saw um, the benefits that it could have for patients and just fell in love with it and grew a passion for it. Um, you know, I never would have left my oncology team as my past lives if it wasn't something that I was fully passionate about. So I, I just look forward to spreading this message and the vision to as many uh, providers and cancer patients as I possibly can. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much. To get in touch with the American Journal of Managed Care, you can email them at info at ajmc.com or follow the journal on Twitter at ajmc underscore journal. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate it.